Welcome to Gardening Talkback on 2NURFM. Greg Richard back in with Judy Sharp today. How are we going today, Judy? Very well, Greg. I've missed you. You have? Yes. It's only been three weeks. I know, but, you know, three weeks is a long time in my age, at my age. It is. Okay. No, well, no, I shouldn't agree with that, sorry. No, you should not. <laughs> what have you got for us today, Judy? Oh, well, I think we're going to have uh, a very exciting morning talking about the Bonsai Society's annual display. Okay, rightio. Yeah. That's coming up soon? Yeah, that's coming up soon. And uh, I'd like us to um, make contact with Baz Santarelli. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm saying this is right. Have you ever been out to the Bonsai Show? No, I haven't. It is worth doing. Honestly, it is incredible. It's amazing what they do with these little small plants. They make them look like forests and all manner of things. It's very well worth going. Interesting to see how they do it as well, actually. Oh, yes, they do demonstrations. Yes, they do demonstrations. And uh, they also, children under 12 can go uh, free. Yep. And they're very, very happy to give people advice. Oh, good stuff. So we'll have a chat with Baz. Baz. Shortly. Yeah. It's Gardening Talkback on 2NURFM 103.7. We've got a bit of a special guest for us today. We're looking at the Newcastle Bonsai Society. It's got a big bonsai show coming up soon, Judy. Yes, their annual show. Hello, it's Baz, isn't it? It is, Judy. How I'm, are you? I'm very well. You've got me today instead of Scott. Um, but, That's... you know, I know he went out and visited the show last year, but I have done it been many times and always admired it. And I was talking to a friend of mine on before I came onto the radio, and um, her son, when he was eighteen a couple of weeks ago, was just given a bonsai. And, oh, lovely! And she said, "Judy, would would I be able to take him out there?" And I said, "Of course you would, because I said there's there people there that love their bonsai that are willing to impart information, and." Um, Every time I've talked to her, she said, now, Judy, what am I going to do about that bonsai he was given? And I, I was just telling Greg, uh, he shouldn't do what I did. I had a hundred yeah. once a few years ago in a side courtyard and I started them all from scratch and we yeah. had, a, had a heat wave and we were concentrating uh-huh. on the nursery and after yeah. three days, what do you think happened? I remembered my bonsais. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Baz, a bit yeah. deadly, wasn't it? Can you imagine? Yeah. They just had all gone to God. But um, yeah. I admire the work that you do. I think it's incredible. Uh, and we really want to encourage people to come this year. Um, particularly, you know, it's not expensive. And, um, yeah. and uh, you know, you're on for three days, Friday, Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Uh, yes. November 10th, 11th and 12th. Now, would you Correct. like to give us any little hints about what to expect? Well, before I get on to that, Judy, with your young friend there, we meet as a, a, a club the second weekend of the month over at Warners Bay Girl Guides Hall. Oh, so right. more than welcome to come along and there's plenty of learned people there. I wish I was one of them, but there's plenty of people with a lot of expertise that are there simply to help people. Yeah, well, Um, unfortunately, this young man, what do you think he's in the middle of doing? I don't know. The HSE. (laughs) Oh, of course. Yeah, so... The next time we meet will be after his exams, which will be our Christmas due. Right, Okay. Well, 
I'll ring him when right. I get home or ring his mum and let, let her know the dates and the times. So yeah. uh, she'll bring him out. And uh, as as I just said previously, there's always someone there to offer a bit of help, isn't there? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. And it's... Um, also, just a place to sort of meet and greet and have a bit of a chin wag, have a cup of tea, have a, a biscuit, that sort of thing. So the second Saturday of the month, right. anybody is welcome. And where was okay. that at? Warners Bay Girl Guides Hall. All right, which okay. Which is the corner of Burton and Lamington Road for any of your listeners. It, it's actually Mount Hutton, but they call it Warners Bay Girl Guides, and starting at about 9.30 or so. Right, is that every second Saturday, is it? No, the second Saturday of the month. Oh, right. <laughs> every, yes, every month, second Saturday, except for this month, of course, where we're displaying our wares at um, the club out at Bullaroo there. Yes, OK. Well, you better detail where that club is at Bullaroo. I okay. know it's La- Club well, Lake Macquarie. Actually. Yes, yeah, it's Club yeah. Macquarie, which is on Lake Road, Argentine, next door to Waratah Golf Club. Very uh, close to where Costco is out there. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I haven't been to Costco and I, I think I'd rather come out and see your bonsai show. <laughs> see the bonsai. <laughs> well, this is our second year at the new venue and this year we have double the floor space that we had last year. Oh, so lovely. anybody that came last year will be overwhelmed by um, how much more there is to sort of see and do. Oh, so look. we're expecting about 70-odd trees. Um, some forest settings or landscape settings, one in particular which is 1.4 metres wide. So it's wow. a big piece. Yes. Wow. And obviously our members have been working on, on these show trees for months and months, getting them hopefully to have them looking at their peak for the show. Right. And, um, Baz, will they be able to purchase um, books or equipment to help them, you know, okay. if they're starting out? Yep. We've got a big sales area or sales table, whatever you want to call it, of our members selling some of their trees uh, and and, and, um, bonsai-related paraphernalia. We've also got five different vendors coming from all over the place, Uh, bonsai specialists. There's a couple of potters there, one from Taree Way, a local lady, uh, Penny Davis, there's a local artist who specialises in Japanese scenes, particularly Japanese women. So, yes, there's a whole heap of vendors there. Oh, that'll be it. That absolutely yes. wonderful to come and see. Yes. And, um, Sorry, Judy. No, you're right. Now um, I, prob- I will probably um, come out with Scott on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, probably. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you and I are going to chat again next Monday. Uh, as, okay. as a reminder, so anything else you can think of that we want to tell people, if you're yes. all ready for me next Monday, that'll be lovely, Baz. Thanks, Judy. Much appreciated. Okay. A very big thank you for giving us some airtime. Oh, look, as Scott said, this is a worthy one. Oh, good on you. Yeah, Thanks no, he rang me and um, he's now gone down with something and so... Hence, I got to talk about your wonderful display. So um, he said, Mum, you know how much you love bonsais? I said, I know. He said, well, you better get on the air and really tell everyone how wonderful it will be. Thank you, Judy. Looking forward to seeing you out there, hopefully. Hopefully. Thank you, Baz, for the call. Thank you, Judy. You have a lovely day.
Bye. Bye. So we've got Peter from Thornton, and he's got a question about Epsom salts. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Good morning, Judy. How are you? I'm very well, actually. It's afternoon, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Let's do it. I feel like it's morning. Um, if we go by the old time. Yes, yes, of course. Um, we should. <laughs> yeah, the Epsom salts, it, does it have to be dissolved or can I sprinkle it on the surface and hose it in? Oh, look, I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah, because it, it just takes up too much of my time. Dissolving well, it in, in a watering can? No, but Peter, you should have been doing this, you know, before we got the rain. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, it's going to rain again on Thursday, on, on, on the weekend. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm looking at the long range forecast, but then uh, there are only weather forecasters, so can you believe them? Well, no. I don't know. <laughs> Greg does a bit here on the program, so I always believe I, him. I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, we're only getting the information from the same place I am. <laughs> Who knows? It's a toss of the coin sometimes. Yeah. So, okay. And uh, how will it go on, on veggies like onions and stuff like that? Oh, um, look, um, I don't know that onions, what other veggies are you growing? Something that need the... Um, you know, Very the Epsom. Point because I think I, I rang you uh, a month or so back about the little damn grasshoppers that just. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. I still haven't found where they come from, but yeah. They're doing a good job on the, on the, on the parsley and anything else that's got a leaf on it. Probably from your neighbour's garden, do you think? Yeah, well, <laughs> we hope they so it's not going to be easy to find them. Well, we hope your neighbour's not listening to us, but... Um... No, he's on holidays. He's away. He's good. <laughs> but, you know, I find when I get them in my garden, they come from my next-door neighbour, and she won't be listening. I, I know she'll be working today. Um, she has a lot of um, banana trees, and I oh, see well, them yeah. fly straight back onto those bananas. No, there's nothing like that here. We're all clay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll, well, I'll, I'll, on Friday, I'll see how that weather forecast looking and go and sprinkle it. Yeah, but sprinkle it, yeah. They've got the very severe yellow leaf. Oh, right, right. Okay, look, mine. Do you want me to tell you mine are in, out in flower and they're magnificent? Oh, I don't need to know that. <laughs> but you know what I give my gardenias? I give them uh, cow manure. But, yeah, well... I tried that once, but I and but I picked the cow manure up in the paddock and just managed to promote weed growth. Oh, right, okay. Well, you I'm might have. Weeds home. Well, it's probably worthwhile buying something that's been, um, uh, yeah. you know, packaged uh, and yeah. sterilised. Yeah, sterilised is the word. Yes. Yep. Yep. And how how will it go around passion fruit? Do you think that? Uh... Oh, it won't hurt passion fruit. No. Okay. Okay, I'm ready for the rainy weekend then. Okay, off you go and save you, uh, you know, wasting your time just standing there waiting oh, and watering it. Oh, it does, but we had decent rain, and if we get rain like we had then, oh, look, I, I was just over-talking about the fact that we needed rain, but we had it, so thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thanks for the call. Thank you, Peter. Bye. We've got Jenny now from Fern Bay, and she's got a question about maidenhair in her bedroom. Oh, okay, Jenny. Yeah, well, I've talked to you before about it, actually. Right. Yes. Um, it's coming on lovely. Right. But the fronds are falling over the side of the, the pot. Right, okay. Well, that's generally the natural growth. 
I'd, oh, is it? Yes. I'm sure I would have recommended that you spray it with a, uh, you know, a misty spray about every second day. Yeah, I remember you saying watering one day, spraying the next day. That's right. And have you done that? Yep, I have. Well, that's why the fronds are hanging over. They love it. Oh, okay. Right up. So it's all right then. Oh, definitely. Yeah, don't don't get upset about that. I've got <laughs> <laughs> I've okay. got a um a pot uh in my entry and my yes. fronds are really now virtually covering the uh, pot. They've fallen uh-huh. over so far. Yeah, um, right, okay. Yeah, but I had a bit of a problem the other day. My little dog decided oh. to bark at it and bark at it and bark at it and I went oh. over and I couldn't work out what was wrong, but I have to tell you this because it's a funny little story. I thought well, there's nothing wrong. It's not leaking. There's no water anywhere. The plant's happy. And then he kept doing it. So I put my hand under the pot. And you know what was under there? A huh? tiny little spider. Oh, right. <laughs> and he wasn't giving up till I got rid of that little spider. But, yeah, right. um, <laughs> okay. uh, but definitely, no, mine are trailing right over my pot. Oh, good. Okay, so I just want, I just often when things go flop like that, that you're not giving them enough water. But I am, you know. Yeah, no, it's a spray that they love on those fronds. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm doing it right then. You are. Okay. Thank Thanks, you very Jenny. much. You're welcome. Bye. Hello. And we've got Jim from Singleton. He's got a question about grapevines. Oh, good afternoon, Jim. What can I help you with? Well, uh, good afternoon, Judy. Um, I. I bought um, three table grape grapes vines and I put them in the ground probably three weeks ago and they were going, yeah, like champions. And then the leaves started to get a, a um, discolum about them and, and they started to go backwards. I was watering about you know, every third day and I just wanted to know how I should treat them, whether I should fertilise it or what should I fertilise them with? Or, no, you know, look... A, Um, Unfortunately, uh, it depends where that stock came from Mm -hmm. for the grapevines. The only stock really that um, doesn't get fungus on it now is stock that comes down from uh, Queensland. Uh, I presume you probably bought them at a nursery or...? Well, the the full story is I bought them 12 months ago, put them into the same ground in, in the garden... Right. Because but because uh, I thought I'll, I'll get them going there and then just trans, transplant them over. And uh, that's what I did. They were going quite well in the garden and uh, seeing morning sun and afternoon shade. And they were going quite well. I'm, 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 I put them in probably the same location. They get a little bit more afternoon sun and they've just gone backwards. Right, okay. Look, I suggest maybe you apply a, f- uh, a fungicide to them, something like copperoxychloride. Yep. And because you're in Singleton, of course, you might have... Did you have any of the rain that we had down here? Yes. You did? Yeah, we got uh, about uh, 25 mil. Oh, good, good. But, you know, up till that time, they probably would have been looking for a drink every day till you got them established. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think the first thing we should do now is hit them with some copper oxychloride because they might have the fungal disease that grapes are, are prone to get. Okay, I will do that. Okay. And, and long term, do I 
do I feed them up with anything particular? Oh, look, you could, um, but I'd be more inclined to use something like a liquid flourish uh, mm-hmm. for fruit fruiting, yep. uh, which is wonderful, and you put it on every week. Uh, rather than if you're going to put the copper oxychloride around, I wouldn't hit them with the fertiliser in the ground, but I'd water the flourish over them. Very good. Thank you. And good luck with them. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thanks very much, Jim. Bye. Thank you, Jim. And also from Singleton, we've got Mal, and he's got birds in his veggie patch. Oh, interesting. What kind of birds are they, Mal? Uh, I've got the satin birds, Judy. The females mainly. Oh, right, right. Are they looking for a friend? Oh, then they're not making any. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just they, they'll strip me beans. They'll strip your chili plants. Uh, I've got to cover everything with that much netting and cages and corn. If it comes up, I've got to get to like about a foot high, or they'll eat it. Well, I wonder if there's another alternative. Could we put out some feed for the satin birds? Yeah, I don't know. I've tried fake birds and things hanging in there and all the scary tape and stuff, and but I just they just get immune to it. And I just can't seem to beat them. Yeah, but they might be just looking for some actual bird feed. Do you think? I'm not sure. Yeah, they're, they're giving my chilies and beans a hiding. <laughs> well, obviously they've got good taste. <laughs> but look, honestly, I would go down to the. Have you got a? You've got a pet shop in Singleton, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Why don't you go in there and ask them what to feed them with, and right. you know, put some bowls out for them and away from the veggie patch, or try and deter them. Yeah. Because it yeah. sounds as though they're really hungry, poor little things. Oh, they're looking pretty fat at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. They've got all your veggies in their tum. Yeah, um, little hoods. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'd be inclined to do, to be honest. I think you need to start feeding them up. They must be uh, looking for food. Obviously, they are if they're eating all your veggies. But I'd yeah. go into the local pet shop at Singleton and have a chat to them. I'll give it a go, Judy. I'll try just about everything else, I suppose. I think we'll try that, Mal, and ring me back and let me know what happens. Well, we'll do, mate. Yep, no worries. Okay, thank you, Mal. Bye. Thank you. Shut up. And we've got Janine from Dora Creek, and she's got a question about feeding birds in the garden. Oh, hello, Janine. Hello. Um, I just heard what the last man was saying with his birds eating his garden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he should feed them because <laughs> they don't touch any of my... Um, Anything in my garden, and, and he, I feed him oats and, and apples. And, right, yeah. Look, I'm sure that's a problem, um, yeah. that he needs to be feeding them up. They're probably starving, poor little things. No yeah. wonder they're eating his veggies. Um, yeah, well, they love fruit, um, oats. I throw a lot of rolled oats out because they're cheap and they love them. All the birds love them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, and they're not bothering your garden at all, are they? No, no. no. The bowerbirds might take occasional cherry tomato but that's about it <laughs> and then I don't get attacked either the Maggies and the plovers everyone else in the place gets attacked oh well that's working for you isn't it well I hope he's still listening um, yeah. Mal I hope you're still listening because uh, that lady's just given you the answer yeah which I thought you needed to feed them um, yeah. they're obviously very hungry if they're eating his veggies that's for yeah. sure well I've got the black I've got the male and female bower birds minor birds I've got Cookaburras, maggies, 
doves, little doves come too. They yeah. all take their turn. They sort of don't. They all know their their pecking order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Janine. And it's really beautiful to see them in the garden, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, just just apples and watermelon rind. They love that. Yeah. Anything. Sheep. Yeah. I've always Pumpkin. said to people that are having trouble with possums. When you peel your vegetables, just put it in a bowl yeah. outside, and the possums will go and eat that, and not your, you know, yeah. not your garden. Well, I've got one under my solar panels. He oh, said, oh right, yeah. Days, but he was there. God, I rang wires. I thought he was sick, but he, he was all right. He was just asleep. It was the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but there's been a lot of um, bush getting wrecked. So, yeah, they're all looking for somewhere to go. Yes, that could be it too. Yeah, well, you're doing the right thing, Janine, and thank you very much for the call. Pleasure. I hope he feeds them. I hope he does too. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks, Janine. We've got Chris now from the Gold Coast. He's got a question about glycerin. About what? I don't know. I got a guess there. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about cyclamen, aren't you? I certainly am, Judy. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Just making sure you're paying attention. (laughs) Oh, well, you were thinking I've gone to sleep over here, Greg, (laughs) have you? (laughs) So Um, you're ringing us from the Gold Coast, dear. Yeah, well, yes, I am. I'm on the Gold Coast, but I used to uh, live at Gwendolyn. Right. uh, But I've been out here for 15 years, so I listen to 2NURFM all the time. So I love the miss the program and, uh, well, I miss the area and... uh, but it is what it is, uh, but hopefully one day I'll be back. But, uh, yes, I've got, I've got a cyclamen that uh, my wife has got, and I keep it on a window shelf. It gets a little bit of sun, but I did know it says to keep it in a shaded area, but it's not getting a lot of heat, but it's sort of... I'm losing sort of half of the leaves all the time. Oh, right, right, OK. So it's uh, brownish, if you know what I mean. And, yeah, now tell me... Um, well, it's fairly warm up there on the Gold Coast. Um, yes, yes, it does. It does yeah, get a bit warm. It like does get a bit warm, but um, down here, of course, you've heard yeah. me recommend that cyclamen need to be put out at night in the cold oh, night air. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, because right. when you think about it, over in yeah. um, Europe, they pop up out of the snow. Wow. Yeah, oh, they okay. really oh. are cold climate plants. So, right, um, okay. If you think where you've got yours positioned, it's a hot spot um, or it's getting too much sun, that's the problem. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, because it it does say have it in, you know, have it in a bright position. So I thought, well, if I have it on the shelf, um, you know, with a little bit of the afternoon sun on it, but obviously from what you're saying here, obviously I need to put it in a, in a, in a, um, a cooler area, much cooler area. Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't hurt. It won't hurt it at all a couple of times a week, pop it out at night and bring it back in the next day. But do make sure you're watering under the leaves. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm doing that. Yeah, I don't don't water from the top. Right. Uh, I'm keeping it moist but not too wet because it says don't have it too too wet. No, they don't like to be wet. Um, But certainly I think um, the solution's going to be, and... I'd love you to ring us back and let us know if it survives. Um, okay. Just pop it out tonight and yes. remember to bring it back in tomorrow morning. Uh, but will. just find a better spot inside for it where it's getting plenty of light. All righty. Well, I'll make a note next week to try and give you a call and give you an update. Oh, thank you, Chris. I'd really appreciate Wonderful. that. That's very nice of you. 
lovely to talk to you, Judy. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate your time. Good luck to everybody, to and your friend. Oh, thank you. Even though Greg uh, lost the, the pronunciation of cycle. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three weeks since I've done gardening, so it's, I'm a bit <laughs> out of skit. I thought he was going to... I thought he was going to start talking about some kind of poison to give you. (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. Thanks again, Keith. Much appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for the call, Chris. Bye. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. It's Guarding Talk back on to when you are FM. Judy, we're nearly out of time for another week. Is there anything you want to mention before you mosey on us? Well, I suppose we could give the Bonsai Society another little tweak. Yep, that's on the November 10th. November 10th, 11th and 12th. Right. And it's out at um, Club Macquarie. Okay, yep. Which is near the golf course. Even I know that. Not from going to the club, but from playing golf. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. Judy Sharp, thank you very much. We'll catch you again. And thank you, Greg. Good. Speak to you again next Monday. No, or maybe. Well, I might be. Uh, Who knows? I know. <laughs> I gave you the look then. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.